0: Thank you, brother. If you have your Bible, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 will be our text. Thank you for coming back out tonight. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Bible says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Let's look at it again. And they, that's the title of the message, and they. I'll get to that. Continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. If you notice the first two words, and they, and is a carry-on of momentum. Man, the, the church has just been baptized into Christ in Acts 2. They have been empowered to serve the Lord, amen, just like you and I have. When you and I give our hearts to the Lord, guess who comes in? Hello? Hello? The Holy Spirit of God. Same spirit in Acts 2. Amen. When you and I get saved, Acts 12 says we are placed into the body of Christ. Amen. We're a member. And uh, he gifted us to function in the body. Well, keep in mind, Israel, man, they've been divided for years. But all of a sudden, the word and comes in. God took those that were dispersed because of disobedience, brought them together with the power of the Holy Spirit... Place them into the body of Christ, Amen, and then fill them to go out and do those very things that He tells us here, and that is to continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, and breaking of bread, and in prayer. So, in that, I want you to think about momentum. Momentum's important in a ball game. One error, man, can just let the air out, Amen. Uh, one fumble on a football field, and it's it's not good. So, uh, same way spiritually speaking, in your own life, devil do anything in the world to get rid of your momentum. He can do that by getting you out of church. Bible says that we exhort one another. What that means, that's a good pep talk. Exhort means that we're pushed by one another. We're encouraged, amen? Uh, There's something about when wood lays together, we, we, um, we build off one another. The fire gets stronger, gets brighter. That's all he's saying here. The Holy Spirit ignited them. And then they continued. They didn't say, well, that was a a good high. No, they wanted to keep the high. So at Landmark, how do we keep the high? Because it takes you and I working together for the glory of God. Amen. So in that, he says, uh, and they. The word they is agreement. The devil has always been a divider. He'll, He'll divide this church if you let him. Well, I got my feelings hurt. Well, get over it. Just tell them, just, you know, get over it. Well, I don't want to get over it. There's the problem. You know, you, if you're going to be around people, you're going to get your feelings hurt. And you're going to hurt theirs, and they're going to hurt yours. And, uh, but we're a family. Under the umbrella of the headship of the Lord, devil wants you to get mad. Then get mad and not come back. But God says, hey, we got to work. You're part of this church. Don't leave it. Strengthen it. All right, that's the thought. And they, the word they is agreement. God help you and I to come under the unity of the Holy Spirit. That's why it's important that we walk in the Spirit. Hey, by the way, we're better people under the influence of the Spirit. If you quit reading the Word of God and you quit allowing the Holy Spirit to um, override your flesh, man, I can get ugly. And you can too. And when our mind's not full of the Word of God and the darts uh, begin to shoot at us, and we don't have that breastplate of righteousness that helps us maneuver and block those darts. By the way, when those darts hit, they soak them in a pitch that's poisoned. So the idea, the devil says, I'm not out just to get you, but when it splatters, I want to take the whole bunch down. So if you and I can quench it, a soldier back in those days would take that board and dip it in water. And that way when the fire hits it, it would at least put it out so it wouldn't spread. I mean, it's a serious thing if you and I lose the agreement under the authority of Jesus Christ of who we are and what our responsibility is. God said, I just don't want you to meet. I want you to meet to move forward. And uh, in that, he uses those two words. Now, if you read Acts 2, it's pretty dynamic of what God's doing through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. But you and I have a part in this. And that's that, and they continued steadfastly. Well, what did they do? Well, there's two or three things. Here, first of all, it says, and they prayed. Uh, The greatest tool we have in our personal life is a prayer life. Get a hold of God for us, for you, for the man of God, and for the work of this church. If you'll study the new church, they didn't have no big buildings like you have. They just had the power of God upon them. They didn't have social media and, and a bunch of money and political influence or social status, but yet they marched on. See, we limit God. Well, we, you know, we, don't, we don't have this. We don't have that. Well, if you got the power of God upon you, that's the place to start because in Acts 2, the early church had no material buildings whatsoever. They met in one another's houses. Thousands were saved. I'm just trying to remind you and they, under the agreement of the Spirit of God, faced many obstacles but the church was strengthened and it was added to on a day-to-day basis. Can you imagine starting out with a few hundred and then all of a sudden thousands joined the church? That's what happened in Acts 2. God moved. Thousands came in. How in the world are you going to take care of them? Where are you going to put them? But God helped them to organize and get them in the right places. The main thing was keep them in agreement. See, so you've got to remember, they come from all different parts of the region because of unbelief. But the Spirit of God united them in one place, placed them in the family of Jesus Christ, empowered them, and brought that which was scattered together. Now they're one for the glory of God. Landmarks got to be one together. It's not your show or his show. It's him leading us to reach people for the cause of Christ. So the Bible says, and they prayed. I did a little study on that. One man says, surely revival delays because prayer delays. We're not even asking God for anything anymore. We just meet. If he shows up, it scares us. We're not like, who are you? I haven't seen you in a while. Man, we ought to be looking for the power of God. We ought to be asking for him to join us and empower us, amen. We ought to be giving him room in our heart and our service to let him know, hey God, we can't do this without your help. They prayed, God, help us to be an instrument of righteousness. God, help us to move forward. One man says no church will do much for that, for God that has little or no prayer. If you've ever tried to get a hold of God in prayer, it's exhausting. It shouldn't be, but there's a lot of things you got to go through. you got to go through your own selfishness. you got to deal with your lack of faith. you got to deal that you're so worldly you don't even know what to think of spiritually. It takes you time to get tuned up, to even get in unity with the Holy Spirit so you're not asking ridiculous stuff where God's laughing in heaven like you're so far from me. You, you're stuttering. You don't even know what to ask. But when you and I spend time with God, the Holy Spirit has already surfaced the need and he knows that he's empowered you. I mean, we are on point because we've walked with him. This church was on point. The early church, man, they was ready to go. If you'll continue to look at this, it says it it still takes God to build a growing and effective church. It's God working through us. So many times we meet, we try to go out and do a service for God. We've never really have prepared ourselves for the task. Just go back and study the new church, the early church. They had nothing but the power of God and a desire to please him. Simple. As you read this, you'll find out before the big day of Pentecost, they prayed in the upper room. Prayer must be a staple of every church that wants God to bless it and grow it. Bible says in Acts 4.31 and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they uh, they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. You know why our boldness is not there? We don't want it to be there. They said God if you don't give us a power to stand and speak with boldness we're in trouble. I want to remind you And they prayed. You can look at Acts chapter 1, verse 24. Just look at it. And they prayed. God, before we do anything, we need you. If prayer delays, revival delays. Here's a second thought. You can see it in verse 42. And they continued. What did they continue in? Well, listen, there's nothing new. They continued in soul winning. It don't work anymore. Yeah, it does. You're not working it. It's always worked. It worked for Jesus. It worked for Apostle Paul. I mean, anybody that takes the word and throws it out there by faith, God will take that seed and multiply it. That's his business. Our business is to continue. Where did you stop? Where did you somewhere believe that half truth that it don't work anymore? There's a time you saw the fruit. Now you don't and you're just discouraged and you quit. Look at the verse, verse 42. And they continued. You don't think they face the same obstacles that you face? I know folks say they're not interested, but thank God for the one that says, hey, I've been waiting for this. God says it's my church, but I'm building up on the rock, which is Christ. But then Peter up on that rock, he's just a little stone. You say, "Well, I'm not much." If you're available, continue to do the work. That's what he says. And they continued. Listen, you can sit in the pew, but God knows inside you've quit. The bulletin don't interest you because there's nothing there you want to be involved in. A lot of reasons. Well, I got to be careful. I'm telling you, you get tuned up, you'll be surprised what the light will, will reveal. Acts 2.40, and with many other words did he testify and exhort saving, save yourselves from this underword uh, generation. What he's saying is, a lot of folks are peeling off, will you? Jesus told some of his disciples, they're only here for the miracles. They're peeling off left and Right? Will you peel off? Will you find a place to quit? The word and, they carry the momentum of the power of the Holy Spirit. God's given you everything we need to continue. They they continued under the headship of Christ in the unity of the body to function, to lift up and glorify Christ. That's all you're supposed to do. All of us have gifts. Find it. And exercise it. Use it. What's a ball team without an athlete? Who wants to play pick if you don't have somebody to play with? We feed off one another. We learn to get better in the field, not in the dugout, in the field. Sam, are you, are you with me? He tells you and I, they continued, 2 Corinthians 6, verse 17, Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate. Why? You can't continue if you're entangled in the world. You got to come out. You got to prioritize. You got to make sure you make time for Him. Verse 17 Be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. God says, Hey, you can't straddle the fence. You can't stand the world and try to do something for me and I I can't bless that. I'm just saying, listen, guys, we got to stay clean. He called you and I to be holy because he's holy. A lot of times we lose our power because we have been too much out in, in the world, partaking of the world. That's what he says right there. Come out from among them. Pastored over 22 years. Thank God for good folks, and you have them too. I'm just saying, devil's trying to find a soft place for you to quit. If you're not careful, you'll find it with him. Landmark is whatever you want it to be. It's up to you. If you don't like some things, then step in by faith and help change it. You're only as good as the church. That's us. Bus has everything it needs except a driver and a burden. For someone to work the field. That's all it is. Buster is said I'll do my job. Just need someone behind the wheel with a burden. See, see faith is a performance. That's why we get saved by faith. You hear the truth. But faith is, cannot be released until you accept it. David saw Goliath on the ground before he ever fell. Because he knew the God he served. Right. Faith is seeing a road full of people that needs somebody to work it and I'm going to work it. You can see your seats full before that first child ever comes on. You got a conference coming up. That's monumental every year for the church. Same principle, you give, whatever you give, I'm going to give back, but when I give back, it's going to be pressed down, shaken together, and running over. See, faith. Performance is this. You give, but I'll give more. Amen? He says, you give, and a liberal soul shall be made fat. God says, I'm a, I'm a debtor to no man. That's not just monetarily. That works. God says, hey, anybody that'll take my word and utilize it out those doors, whether it be the souls of men and women, boys or girls, whether it's to ask someone to forgive them because of my big mouth, whatever it is, we're just people. It's all we are, people. Finite. Limited. Lack of knowledge. First Adam. We're a mess. The only one that can keep the mess tight and in agreement is when you're not walking the Spirit of God and say, you know what? It's not about me. It's about you. It's not about what I think is right. It's about what he says is right. And we come under the headship of not what I want, but what he wants. They continued. Did they have problems? The Bible don't have enough pages. Sure, they had problems. If you got people, you got. Amen. So in that, I just want you to think about, and they they had momentum. I mean, you can go back and look at landmark all the years, say, Boy, that was a man, we had momentum. Oh, nothing's changed. He's still on the throne. Gospel's still the same. Still got boys and girls out there wondering, wondering if if everybody loves them. Got a school system that's polluted. They're not gonna teach your kids. Try to start a school to help kids. We can't afford, I mean, listen, if you wanna shoot the darts of doubt, do nothing. But if you wanna get a hold of who God is, come together in agreement and march forward. Y'all still love me? They continue daily. I've used this this week. Christianity was not just a weekend gig for the early church. Their Christian faith was a day-to-day reality, not a once-a-week routine. Well, church time, well, no, every day's church time. Every day we ought to get in the Word and fellowship. Every day we ought to be growing. Every day we need to renew our mind. Every day we ought to be pitching the product. Every day we ought to fellowship with one another. He reminds you and I that they daily lived and studied and prayed and reaching out and sharing the good news. Had one thought in mind. How can we impact this community? Landmark, if you lose your burden for Winchester, you're in trouble. You know the best way to sow the righteousness is to get right out there amongst them. Yeah. Yep. Why aren't they coming? Because you're not out sowing. You reap what you sow. If you quit working the field, you're not going to get a crop. Right. For crying out loud, anybody got a garden? If you look out the window, I ain't going out there. What do you expect? Are you expecting a good harvest? I don't want pole weeds. Well, don't plant a garden. It ain't going to happen by itself. You can put three uh, scarecrows out there. And one of them scares you away from the garden. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm serious. You can have a landscape. My neighbor a few years ago started Mark in his garden, I said, you're doing a bad thing. He said, man, my wife said she wants a, some bushes out here. I said, you know, once you plant them, you've got you to keep all that stuff out of there. He goes, ain't hey, that hard, is it? <laughs> I saw him yesterday. Or not yesterday. Well, yeah, yesterday. Met him at the mailbox. I said, how you doing with that? Um, saw your, got your hoe out. He said, I hate that stuff. I said, it, it don't ever, it just keeps growing far as a church and a bunch of people that all have jobs and ball fields and everybody's pulling at you. I understand that. But you know what you're going to give an account for? It's how you participated in the work of God. That's all that matters. Come out from among them. Don't get sucked in. Don't give all your, your energy to the world that's passing by and passing on. Don't give the Lord leftovers. Better make room for the work of the Lord. Hey, listen, guys, it takes people to keep kids coming in here. I don't, I, they're, they're, you know, whatever the devil's using. I'm just saying, you know, I can remember, and you can remember when you didn't look at the negative, you were so positive on Lord and what He's done and the good of it, that you couldn't wait to get out and work that road and work that street. and You had ideas and new ideas and the bottom line is God says you're working it. I'm going to bless it and man is it ever fun. But if you quit working it, God quits blessing it. Brother Munchie, what else did you want me to say? <laughs> Acts 2.44, the church was unified Evidently, that's a big thing. You notice what Mike did with that banjo? The first thing they did, they snuck over here and, you know, ding, 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 ding. Make sure your ding's the same as my ding. If they don't get it right over here, we don't want to hear it over here. Amen? Amen. Let's get in tune over here before we come over here with a mic and everybody's like, Ooh. same thing Spiritually. God says, don't go out there if it's not right in here. Uh, Harmonized. Unified. Amen. He tells you in Acts chapter 2, verse 47. Oh, no, let's go. Yeah, verse 47, verse 8. Praising God and having favor with all people. You know what favor is? It's influence. You know what God says? When you're right with me and your heart's right, You're going to go out into a nasty world that's ugly but needs the love of Christ and you decide you're going to go do it on my behalf? God says I can put influence on you. God said I can put my spirit on you in such a way that you'll be magnetized. Daryl, that's crazy. God says you can go out and be in sin and I won't have my hand on you. But if you're right with me and your heart's to please me, and you know it's a principle in the Bible and you by faith act upon it. God says I can influence you with other people. Folks, if we don't bring them in by the ministry of the Holy Spirit in us, then uh, we're not going to get it done. Look what he says. Just read it. Verse 47. number, the, the first few words. And God influenced them. Pastor, am I right on that? You was asleep, you rascal! You. Bible says right here in verse uh, two forty-seven, verse B, and the Lord added. So look, look, verse forty-four, that all things in common. Verse forty-seven, A. They was pleasing God, God gave them favor, influence with all people. Verse forty seven, last part, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Let me ask you something: Do you and I save people, or does He save? So, what's our job in this thing? Just help me keep it simple. What what what's our job? What is it, Todd? No seed, no harvest. Mike, am I right? Acts chapter 2, verse 44, 47. Read, it's all right there. Here's my last point. You look at uh, Acts chapter 5, verse 42. And daily in the temple and in every house, no building, with a nice parking lot and a gymnasium, (laughs) it says... And daily in the temple and in every house they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Guys, listen, we cannot cease doing what God has called us to do even in difficult times. It was difficult when Noah built the ark. Bible says it was difficult when Enoch walked to please the Lord. It was difficult when Elijah had to go face Ahab and says, King Ahab, thus saith the Lord of God. Everywhere you look, it was difficult times. I know it's crazy out there, but the Bible says they ceased not. Could it be, don't tell nobody, could it be you stopped? Could it be you're here, but you're not here? One man said, every Christian is a witness. Either a good one or a bad one. What one are we? Our witness either draws others to Christ or drives them away. Psalms 31 verse 24, Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Galatians 6, 9, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Landmark, I love you with all my heart but this is a message we all need to hear. Could it be somewhere along the journey we've ceased? You've embalmed the past and you've forgot about the today. I just want to encourage you. God, what is my gift? Amen. God, help me by faith to exercise my gift. God, give me a burden for my community. Amen? God, help me to get in the field. Now, what's it going to do? God said, I'll bless it. Number two, you're going to get better because of it. Number three, you're going to get back where God needs us, and that is right among the lost. See, we've isolated ourselves. We've isolated ourselves. We go through it, but we won't stop and pray over it and get involved and get our hands dirty. We just go through it as if it don't exist. And God says you're going to go meet, but you forgot the field. You're driving around it and through it, but you ain't working it. Amen. So, what do you do? Well, best thing to do, if God did anything in your heart, just say, Lord, he's so merciful to us. How many times have we had to do this? Lord, I just needed to hear that. Amen. Lord, I don't like it, but it's the truth. God knows what we deal with. But he said, I want to give you courage. I want to give you strength to do it. I want to be able to strut my stuff, but I can't do it unless you put your faith out there. See, God performs when faith is real. Always has. Can you imagine being Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and saying, I ain't going to bow? And you know as well as I do, they knew they could lose their lives. The king was real adamant with them. He said, if you don't bow, this is what's going to happen. You're going to die. We're going to heat it up seven times hotter than it's ever been. And they were willing. See, real faith is trusting God no matter what the circumstances or the consequences are. That's what real faith is. So they already said in their heart, we're willing to die. We ain't bound to that God because that God ain't a real God. Our God's a creator of the heaven and the earth, amen. Abraham, Jacob, I mean, all he knew, they stood. When everyone else couldn't see it, they saw it. And when they release their faith, God says, hallelujah, I'm standing up. I'm going to do something, Todd. I'm going to honor their faith. And they threw them in there. And what did the king say? Didn't we throw three in there? He said, I see what? That's the performance of faith. God says, because of your faith, you've pulled me in. That's what we got to do. We got to pull back God back into this thing. God says, I'm the only one that can influence. I'm the only one that can save. You're trying to do the work without me. You're going to fail. But if you'll do it because of me and you'll do it with me, I'll, I'll bring the influence. You know how you got saved? The Holy Spirit influenced you. You didn't find him. He came up to you and whispered said, Brian, I love you, you rascal. However, he did it, but he influenced you, didn't he? Did the Holy Spirit influence you? Yeah, he did. All right, just want you to think about it. We're going to have an altar call. Whatever God wants to do, I hope you'll let him do it. Let's stand if you would. Father, we're grateful. Thank you for your word. God, help us to see these principles. Use them, God, to make us stronger, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.